Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. Today, I'm here with Miss Leslie Waugh. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am doing awesome. It is uh, nice, hot, humid here over in Florida. How's uh, Texas doing? Yeah, same. <laughs> totally the same. <laughs> you got a friend, though. I don't have a friend. <laughs> yes, my little ones just start barking. Never failed. As soon as we start recording, they woof. I think they know. I think they know. They they do. They just wanted to say hi. That's what that was. They were like, hey, we're still here. (laughs) Oh, so we'd love to start off with the most difficult question. Who is Leslie Waugh? Oh, okay. So yeah. Um let I'm a I'm a singer-songwriter, I'm a storyteller. And that's really where I feel like my focus is when I sit down um, with paper and pen and guitar or whatever. Um, I always feel like I'm I'm crafting some sort of story, um, and 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 the songwriting is my favorite part of everything. Um, there's just a thrill with with being a songwriter and writing a song. It's 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 the coolest feeling ever. So that's that's really who. I am as a, an artist, I guess you could say. Oh, I love it. And you're so right. I think when you create a song or a story, or I think that just, it's so awesome to create it, even if it's not going out to everyone and just like five people hear it. It's, it's, oh, yeah. You know. I think, I think five people have heard it. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I know there's number six or seven, I'm sure. There could be seven. There could be a dozen. I don't know when the CP, but, um, but yes, I don't, I, I make, I write songs for myself first and hopefully there's an audience out there that enjoys them too. Yeah. And I think you're in a good genre because I mean, between the folk Americana country realms, Mm -hmm. I think all of them have such a great storytelling quality and that's what brings your music. So out there and, and, you know, I love it. So while we're getting into this, let's mention your new EP. Yes. We can mention it. It's called uh, uh, Vignettes from a Woman's Serenade. And uh, it, it's been a journey just to get this EP out. But uh, I'm, I'm really happy about it. I did the uh, production on it. It's the first time to be a producer for me. I've, I have a couple other projects before this one. But I really felt like I was taking the reins on this. And, um, and it, it, was, it was a great experience to be a producer, too. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah. So I know one of the songs off there, Burn. You want to give us a little history? Like, how did that song come about? Um, and when you're writing, like, yeah. for instance, the song, you know, did you take some of it from personal or did you take it from someone else's story or you saw the story somewhere else and we're like, oh, that's going to make oh. a great song? How'd okay. you come up with it? Um, you know, Burn Burn is, it's about being, a, 
worried about um, getting back into a relationship again, falling in love again. And you've been burned once. You don't want to be burned again. And, you know, sometimes you find somebody and you just go, I really like this person. I really like this person. I don't know. I'm a little afraid of getting burned. And so uh, that's kind of, uh, uh, it's kind of a universal feeling. I think everybody's had their heart broken and been a little, you know, afraid to fall back in love again. Um, So universal themes. And then the music just, I don't know. When I, when I get a good riff, when I get a good melody going and uh, I'm I just kind of build it from there. I kind of already know what I want the song to be about. And uh, so that burn, I, it, it came, that one came pretty fast, actually. Some, some take longer. Yeah. So, well, I know the other one that's really big off that for songs is wildflower girl. Mm-hmm. So until, again, another love <laughs> theme based, if you will, that but, one I means, yeah. Yes. And, and, uh, so Wildflower Girl, it, it's kind of a, a song of, um, that, you know, if you've been in a relationship for a really long time, I mean, you know, at least six months, <laughs> you, want, <laughs> you want to be sure you're keeping it fresh. You don't want anybody to take you for granted. You don't want to take the other person for granted. So I think this in this moment, this is the, the singer's chance to kind of look at her man and say, you know, when was the last time? we went out and had some fun. When was the last time we slept like spoons? When, you know, it was go out and look at the stars or stay up late, too late, you know, drinking or something, who knows, but you know, it's, it's always good to keep it fresh. Absolutely. Absolutely. So after this interview, if you all haven't checked out the EP, we encourage you to go over, you'll have the links in descriptions. Go check yes, out the I EP. highly you encourage. Will... <laughs> Please go listen. There's some great songs on there. Thank you. So tell me, who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? And how did you oh. kind of get started in music? Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's, I'll try to keep it brief. It's kind of an interesting story, I think. Um, but the, the person that really started the, this for me, her name is Terry Hendricks. She's a singer songwriter from, you know, she lives in San Marcos or just outside of San Marcos, Martindale. Now I think she moved to, she uh, plays with Lloyd Maines a lot. They're a duo and then they do. Anyway, they do a songwriter workshop every year in Port Aransas, Texas. And um, well, at least until COVID showed up, I think they're doing it again this year, but um, I was given this as a present to go to the songwriter workshop and I'd never written a song in my life. I mean, I'd written some poetry, um, some short stories, but you know, I just admired Terry and Lloyd. I think they're, they're the greatest. So I really went to this workshop thinking I'm just going to hang out with a lot of really cool people. Um, and I did, but I also wrote a song and I didn't play an instrument. I didn't have anything. And I was just it was just one of those weekends Donna where I said yes to everything I didn't say no and that's the key I never said no and it was my turn to sing in the song circle and I just sang this song a cappella, and people clapped and I'm like wow okay I have a response and then the next night they do this um 
a, a student performance. It was a whole big concert. And the first part of it, student concert. And Lloyd Maines comes up to me and he says, hey, Leslie, you know that song you sang last night? Well, um, I'll accompany you if you want to sing it in front of the audience. And I could have said no, but I said yes. And it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I came back to Houston thinking, I'm a songwriter. (laughs) Of course, I had to dig in and really learn the craft, which I did. I I took a lot of time, you know, going to going to seminars and reading books and writing hundreds of really crappy songs, um, trying to get better. So that's how I got it. It was Terry. It was really Terry. She's so encouraging and wonderful. Was I that, love that, story. that wasn't too long. <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. Not at all. That was brilliant. I love it. Because, you know, some people just are like, I want to do this my whole life. They want to be artists, mm-hmm. whole life, whatever they know already. And there are some people that, uh, you know, there are some of us that write in the shadows and we don't really, you know, we might have a song here that gets out, but you know, and I love that you pointed out yeah. that, yes, I think a lot of us have, to, I think it was uh, Pat Patterson that said, you have to like write a lot of crap. Yes. To, yeah. Yes. To, to find it's that true. good song, if you will. Yes. And you have to give yourself permission to yes. do it. And, and you have to give yourself permission to be like, maybe you do write a crappy song and, and that's okay. Cause you got that one out of you. It's okay. The next one could be brilliant. So, um, I just never, just never stop. If it's something you really want to do, then do it. Don't, you know, give yourself permission. Oh, that's beautiful. And I love how you always said, yes, I, I will admit if I ever went to one of those, I would be like, uh, I am not singing because I know how tone deaf and off key I am. So I'll save you all spare you all bad. Yeah. No, this, see, that's a good <laughs> thing. There was no judgment there. It was all positive and, and there was no judgment ever. And so that's, that's the kind of, uh, environment Terry creates, you know, she's yeah. just so giving and wonderful. And so that was, that's how it, that's how it started. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. And hopefully she gets back to them now that COVID, you know, starting to yes. go different. I, I, I won't go- say away, but yeah. Yes. So no, I did go on her website and just recently and just to see if they were having it and they are, and it's already sold out. And I kind of cried a little tear. I was like, Oh, I want to go <laughs> sold out. Oh. So eh, maybe another year. Well, wonderful. Well, I hope when you go, you uh, at least tag us in some photos and some stuff that's happening there and oh, yes. share with us. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. So who are some of the women other than oh. obviously Terry there that have inspired you? I, I feel like, I mean, I've loved music my whole life, and there's been a lot of wonderful artists that um, I've always enjoyed. Um, I think who's really on my radar right now are people like Lucinda Williams, um, uh, you know, Eliza Gilkison, um, um, uh, Sean Colvin. Um, you know, I just, I mean, those are just names that just pop into my head. I really uh, admire them and, and their songwriting is just, it blows me away. So yeah, I guess that's, that's a, that's a good. Definitely. No, yeah, there's, and you know, it's funny because there's so many to pick from and sometimes you're like, okay, I'm going to say the, like, and oh. it, it does vary. Cause I know, like I always say Dolly Parton for everything. Right. And then I followed up with like, usually Lori McKenna, because you know, 
as far as songwriting goes, it was like, that's, that was one, some, someone that I gravitated to very early in her career, even mm-hmm. where she wasn't even known. And I was like, Oh, she's the best songwriter. I thought, you know, and again, you know, I gravitate toward, again, your songwriting is just so unique. And, you know, like, I love the stories that you tell, even some of your older stuff. So cool. Thanks. <laughs> You know, you gotta, you gotta grow. You gotta keep going and keep growing. And and uh, and I, I feel like over the course of the last ten years, I mean, I can, I'm proud to say, I feel like I have grown in my songwriting, and hope that never stops. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think you, you will, because you can see it from your earlier stuff till now. You can see, I can see the difference in it. You know, just whether it's melody or different things, you can see the different. You know, right, right. It's true. So, it's true. The yeah. early stuff, the early days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? Oh, are they like rapid fire or, you know, just a, a little, some might require some thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Wonderful. And again, no right or wrong answers, but okay. you know, I okay. promise we won't get arrested at least right now. Okay. So, it's all good. Really? I was really hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great. See the cops busting in while we're on the I know. Right. <laughs> oh, what is your current rock out song that makes your day? Oh, my current rock out song that makes my day. I'm, I'm such a kind of a granny now. I don't know if I have really a rock out song. Um, but Okay, then I'm what's in- the chill song? Okay. So, um, right now I'm listening to a lot of James McMurtry and I'm in love with this song on his record, uh, Canola Fields. Um, I just think, I think it's the coolest song. Every song on that uh, album is amazing, but so I've really been just like deep in it every day when I go for my walk and stuff. I'm just, it's, that's all I, I listen to. So, but I really love that song, Canola Fields. The lyrics are so great the melody, everything uh, it's it's good good music for everyone to go listen to as well yes what was the last thing you read the the last thing i read is actually a, a reread and um it's um jeff tweedy's book um how to write one song and it's a great but my son gave it to me for like mother's day and like last Mother's Day, and I read it. He's read, you know, he's a musician. He read it, and I just was like, "It's I can never stop." Like I had to pick it up and kind of refresh myself. And it's it's just it's a great little read. It's not long. It's not deep, too detailed. But that's it. That is a good book. <laughs> I think anyone that wants to write songs, you definitely have to get that book. Yeah, you definitely have to get that book. Yeah. So tell us, what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Okay, because I know what. Um, okay, for, without question, uh, Paul McCartney. I got to see Beatle. Mm-hmm. It was the most incredible concert. It was at the baseball stadium. It was at Midmay Park. And the roof was open. It was a glorious fall evening. He was absolutely incredible the band was absolutely incredible so that is definitely number one and then um I've always been a huge Tom Petty fan and I got to see Tom Petty 
like two years before he died, he came through Houston. And, and so that, that's number two for me, because it's, it feels really special that I got to see him. And those are great concerts, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say sometimes there are classics you can never beat in concert. I mean, yeah, there's going to be new concerts, new people, but those classics. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Stevie Winwood opened for Tom. I mean, it was just everything about it was so good. Anyway, I go on. <laughs> We'll, we'll have a whole discussion just about the concert. Okay. Let <laughs> me just slow you down, Donna. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. Uh, so tell us, what job would you be terrible at? All of them? <laughs> um, brain surgery. Serious honesty in that. <laughs> like, like, you know, I, every, yeah, everything. I'm, I have few skills. I'm, <laughs> I'm honest. I would just really... Yeah, most. <laughs> oh. So what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Oh, gosh. that Yeah, you know, I think the younger me would have, like, spent it all. But honestly, I feel like I just want to make sure I, I get to be a really old lady and not, you know, <laughs> I would probably just <laughs> open up a checking account or a savings account and stick it in there, you know, and um, and, and give some to some charity. That's that's what I would do with it. Yeah, I think most of us responsible adults, if you will. Yes, <laughs> right. I got a car. I got a house. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it okay. is. People have okay. told me they've prepped for this, so I'm like, okay, okay. that's great. Okay. I, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm just following other people as well. I'm just all right joining so, their plan. Um, no, I have no plans for a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. So clearly, I'm going to be the first one getting their brain sucked out by a zombie when it happens. It's just not. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead. That's me. That's my plan. <laughs> Well, you can do my plan. My plan is to follow someone else that already has a plan. Oh, oh, I should have thought of that. I'm writing that down. Okay. Follow the, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Tell us what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Oh, golly. Um, Well, I'm going to use this as like my own, um, just to sit down. You know, we're supposed to listen to some Miles Davis. And we're supposed to listen to, you know, I, but I'll tell you what, but from my experience, the ones that have really stuck with me, I mean, you know, Elton John, Del- Goodbye Elbrick Road, double album, you know, quintessential, just every song on it is just amazing. Um, let's see what else, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, the one where he's got the little balls hanging down off his little outfit. What's uh, and Stevie Nicks is like, you know, doing yes, that. Yes. I, uh, I, it was a fluid Mac, fluid Mac, or I mean, like, there's just some that are just like, uh, you know, you got to listen to uh, uh, Jerry Jeff, uh, Viva Trilingua. I mean, it's kind of that. There's just, oh, wow, that's hard. I got a stack of vinyl down there that's going to go, what about me? <laughs> didn't say me. So uh, I'll just stick with those for now. Those are great. 
Beautiful. And if y'all haven't heard of some of those, go listen to them after the interview. Yeah, go again. listen to some Miles. I'm sure my yeah. dad played it all the time. Never appreciated the jazz until, you know, till he's mm-hmm. gone. And I'm like, oh, I should have listened to more jazz. Yeah. Well, who would play you in a movie about your life? Um, I mean, I, you gotta go Meryl Streep. I mean, you know, go, let's go big. Let's go (laughs) Gonzo. Like, yes, Meryl for sure. Love it. Okay. So we'll get that casting going tomorrow. I'll just call her right up and I'm sure she's been (laughs) waiting for this project for years now. (laughs) The dream job. Exactly. (laughs) Boots or heels. Are these the names of our pets? Boots or heels? <laughs> no, which do you prefer? Boots or heels? Oh, oh, who do I prefer? I don't know why I was just looking at boots and heels. That's kind of cute kitten names. Um, I, well, I'm short, so I got to have heels. And I live, I live in Texas, so I got to have boots. Um, can I wear boots with heels? Can I just wear tall boots? And then I don't Absolutely. have to pick? Okay. It's boots <laughs> with heels. Oh. Where's Waldo? <laughs> the little guy from the book. Yeah. Your kid. Yeah, you know, with the white and red stripes. Yeah. Where's Waldo? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say, you know, I'm just going to make something up because I have absolutely no idea. So I'm just going to say, I think Waldo got into some trouble, you know, doing stuff he shouldn't have been doing. I, I think he's doing a stretch in prison somewhere. I think that's where Waldo is. <laughs> that seems very plausible for some reason. <laughs> oh, there's some of those. He just looked crowd. like a total. Yeah. He looked like a total peeping Tom in some of those. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Definitely. Oh. Hypothetically, if I came to you and said, mm-hmm. I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Because we look like a couple of moms <laughs> talking about dead bodies. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetically. Um, I mean, I have to kind of, I'll just go kind of godfather on this and go, you know, all dead bodies need to be sleeping with the fishes, right? <laughs> so that's, that's where that goes. Oh, oh beautiful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was talking about uh, Lake Tahoe recently because that was apparently the second place where the mafia used to uh, hide bodies. It was in Lake Tahoe. Oh, really? Uh, you know, I'm not Bottomless. sure. I'm just, that's what I've heard. That's what so, you've heard. It's all, it's all yeah. speculation and rumor, but it doesn't have a bottom to it, right? I, yeah. Well, they, it's very deep. So that I might, guess. that might be the place. But anyway, we know nothing about that. And, no. uh, <laughs> What's the best thing since sliced bread? The best thing since sliced bread? Nothing. That's it. <laughs> That's the best we ever got. Um, the best oh. thing since sliced bread. Um, and that's a funny little old saying, isn't it? I'll say yeah. my husband. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, so what's the worst pizza topping? 
worst pizza topping. Well, I mean, you know, I think anything frozen would be bad on a pizza. It just melt right off, right? Like a scoop of ice cream. That's not some yogurt, some gelato. It's just, that's bad. That yeah. So anything uh, frozen, got it. Anything frozen, not working. <laughs> oh, do you have any guilty pleasure music? And if so, what is it? No, I, no, I don't. I really, um, I, I, I like listening to what I listen to and I don't ever feel guilty about any of it ever. Yeah. I guess the guilty pleasure TV, but not music. Uh, Emily, any good guilty pleasure TV that we should check out? Oh, you know, those horrible housewives and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Those people on the yacht, the below deck people, you know, I'll, I, I, I watch it, but I don't, I don't like advertise. Well, I'm advertising it because I'm <laughs> telling you about it, but that's because they make great songwriting theories. They you know? do. Mm-hmm. They actually do. I actually had a song. I kind of got inspired by one of those horrible housewives. So I say horrible housewives. I don't even know them. That's really not a nice thing. <laughs> it's just the horrible persona. There we go. Yeah. You know, they, they fight a lot. It's just, yeah. But I watch yeah. it. <laughs> Some things are like a train wreck. You just watch it, right? Exactly. It is. It <laughs> is like watching a car wreck or a train wreck. Oh. Well, tell us something on your bucket list. I don't, I don't really know if I have a bucket list. I think the only thing I've ever really wanted to do that I talk about that I haven't done is go to Italy and see the Amalfi Coast. That's that's like the one trip I really, really, really want to do. So that's probably my whole bucket list right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's beautiful. Give me a call Have when you, you there? go. I have no. Oh, okay. All right. I so want I so hey. want to go to Italy in general. So okay. yeah, girls trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There we go. We're planning it already. I know, right? <laughs> oh, if you could be another person or a position like a CEO, an accountant, a brain surgeon, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Well, I mean, I I don't I don't have a lot of ambition, so I'm gonna say I'd probably just be like want to be my cat for the day or something, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> just sleep in a ball on a pillow and have people bring me my food. Yeah. yeah I, I could definitely be my cat for the day. That's yeah. That's about as deep as it gets. Sorry, <laughs> It is okay. Leslie, my little cat Tigger, who usually pops in, she has not popped in Does is sleeping pop? aside to me. She gets, she gets the executive desk chair. I get the little one that, you know, is falling apart. If it works, you can sit on it. Why you do know? they get all the good stuff so, too? I, right. And she has a nice pillow there. I'm like, okay. So we she's going to switch place one day, <laughs> just one day. I want to be spoiled like the cat. Yeah. 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 And so I totally understand. <laughs> Tell us something that you wish would magically clean itself. You know, the laundry, the kitchen, the bathrooms, the whole house. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Magic. Just like magically clean itself right now. It would be my storage unit. 
just got to get magically get clean. Just, I just, it's like Fibber McGee's closet. I think that's such an old reference. That's like before yeah. our time. So that is yeah. like you kind of look in and go, ah, and then you shut the door real quick. <laughs> so that would be it. Well, if I could send some little fairies to do it, I would, but let me know. When Keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, would you rather cook or order in? I don't, I don't really like to order in. I'll go out to eat. I mean, that makes more sense to me. And I don't really cook because that's my husband. That's what he does. He's a really good cook. So, but if, if I were to be actually the one making the meal, definitely I would be, I would be making it at home, not, not ordering in. No. Understandable. I love, I enjoy cooking and, and so does my spouse. So we just, Good yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just a better cleaner. I'm not a very good yeah. cook, but I well, can we go clean through the spots and of uh, grilling because it's in, again we're in Florida. You're you know you can grill almost all year long. Yes. Then you do like the charcoals, you know, and then just smoke something like almost all day, and you're like, okay, four hours later, you're like, okay, here's some food. That's yeah. Man, you got it down. <laughs> <laughs> some days. <laughs> Oh, do you have any words of wisdom you live by? And if so, can you share them with us? Uh, you know, uh, words of wisdom. I mean, the only thing I can think of is, like, of course, the kindergarten thing, like the golden rule. I mean, it, it really covers all the bases. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, and I really do try, even though I just called women I don't know horrible, I would, I would try. I try. That's going to be my, yeah, that kind of the motto to live up to every day. But I have to question that though, because those women that you called horrible are are because they're on a reality show. And sometimes people on reality shows really do go extra to bring in the reality. Yeah. The reality of it is it's not very real, but it is very extra. Oh, so what does the rest of this year have for you? Obviously we have the new EP out. You have some tour dates coming up, um, some other Uh, events, songwriting. Yeah. I don't, don't really have a lot of tour dates, but I, the, this EP, uh, Vignettes from a Woman Serenade is actually the first of two more EPs I plan on uh, putting out this year. So, uh, working on the second one, I have a date in the studio in June. Um, we do some home studio stuff and the, the getting the production done. And and I really want to get those two EPs out and, uh, maybe at the end of that, I just take them and wrap them up in a big bow and release them as an LP. I'm not sure yet. I mean, music is changing every day. So I feel like if I can just take this one project at a time, but actually kind of forcing myself to do something a little bit bigger and with a deadline, it's, you know, the procrastinator in me is gotta, gotta, you know, I think it's so true that, you know, when you say the procrastinator, I think we all put things that we want to do it, but we put it off to the last minute of, if we don't have that deadline, we wait till that deadline. 
You yes. know, they say if you um, give yourself eight hours to do something, it'll take you eight hours. But if you give yourself two, you'll get it done in two. Right. So, yes, I need a deadline. Yeah. I need something and, 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 and somebody to be accountable to, you know, and then just not like a little internal thing. Oh, I'm going to do this in two hours. But nobody knows. So if you don't do it, <laughs> you know, so what? So, yes, I've, I've been putting it out there. I'm going to do these next two uh, EPs. And that's that's really my focus strong focus for 2022. Well, I'm definitely excited for your new EPs coming out. Thank you. So I'll be checking back and seeing when, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll keep you in the loop, Donna. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I'm so glad. It's been a pleasure talking with you today and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Have me back. Right. <laughs> Will do. And thank you friends for joining us for another episode and be sure to check out the links in the description below. Have a great day. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.